0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. After the collapse of Earth's ecosystem, Vesper, a 13-year-old girl struggling to survive with her paralyzed father, meets a woman with a secret who will force her to use her wits, strengths, and biohacking abilities to fight for the possibility of having a future. The film is called Vesper, and we're joined today by the co-directors, Christina Boshita. Yes, hello. And Bruno <laughs> Sam. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. This is such an accomplished film. The look of it, the story itself, uh, the performers in it, all really terrific stuff. Uh, Tell me a little bit about what inspired this film. What what were your sort of inspirations in putting this story together? And, Christina, I'll start with you.
1: I I think, as as you saw, there are so many inspirations and so many things inspired us. But uh, if to start from the beginning, it was uh, first the idea that uh, we wanted to to shoot a movie in Lithuania. And uh, then uh, we started to think... uh, what are the benefits, uh, what are the best production value we could get from Lithuania. And of course it is nature. And um, yes, so we, uh, we knew that we need to set a movie in the nature. And uh, already since uh, some time uh, we were thinking that uh, we would love to do science fiction fairy tale and uh, dark, uh, gr- grimy uh, fairy tale from the future. And um, Lithuanian setting—it's also very fairy tale-ish, and it gives even more inspiration about uh, how it is the nature, about the fog, about—I uh, don't know—you feel part with the nature in Lithuania. And uh, it 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 goes very naturally with with our goals. And uh, like this, uh, Vesper was born, like the first first seeds. And maybe Bruno, you can uh, add about. Uh, the message why 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 we chose the message we chose
0: well bruno before you answer that um there is a world building going on in this film i feel this, that's one of the things it's an immersive experience when you you're dropped into this world that looks familiar enough but it's so it's but it's also disorienting in a lot of different other ways i am just curious your your ability to build this world what is there a cinematic reference or just your own imaginations how did you how did you go about building this world that feels familiar feels old tech and then completely futuristic at the same time
2: um it's a fruit of a lot of uh, of research i mean we we really gather a lot of material since many years about um, this biodesign. It's really our passion, you know, about uh, bio biodesign. And really, we like also the prospective science to try to imagine, in fact, uh, in what direction science could evolve. And um, and one conclusion we got, then it will evolve to more natural, more natural things. I mean, the, the future of technology is biologic. This, uh, for, for us, there is no doubt about that. Uh, more we go in complexity, uh, more it will go close of, um, of the living. Of 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 the biologic, we um, we get inspiration from uh, prospective architecture, from design. For example, there is um, a designer called Neri Oxman who work at the MIT. We have uh, a laboratory at, uh, at the MIT and work on the um, on, on the design, working on the on the new biotechnology. So this, for example, was one of the of the inspiration, and um, and there is a lot of people work also on the new material. For example. What could be a uh, um, material could replace, for example, the plastic and working on new plastic from uh, seaweed or mushroom or so we, we are gathering a lot of uh, a lot of material, a lot of inspiration like that. And then when we was to, to, to work on the wall building, we really worked from from the basis We was trying to imagine what is the sociology, what is um, what is the culture? uh what is the ecosystem? Uh, you know, and, and, and work like that by, uh, by, um, by uh, let's say uh, different part and um, and try to make this uh, pr- prospective uh, prospective uh, mind exercise, you know mind. Um, so let's say for example, sociology, we imagine that um, as it was virus, so there was no big community like cities, you know, and, and people live very separate from each other. There was really small community, very separate from, from, from by distance from each other. So now we could see uh, Vesper, she lives with her father isolated, but uh, the uncle of his little community and we could imagine there was other little community like that separated. Yeah. Um, was trying to imagine, uh, I said about the design, what is the interior design? And interior design um, uh, co- come from the, the, the sociology also. For example, in the in Yonas, the uncle, it's um, it's a tribe, but it's a family. All they gather on the evening, what they are doing? You know, to, to today, for example, uh, family usually. They, not anymore so much, but they was gathering around the TV for many years, you know. Now, now with internet, it changed a little bit. Like kids stay in the bedroom and parents in another room. But let's say, imagine there was no TV in this world, so all, all they gather on, on the evening. So was imagining like this uh, kind of a modular couch in the middle of the room when everybody could uh, uh, gather and um, and uh, make the activity around um for 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 the culture i was, was trying to imagine what people put on the wall they won't put poster or paintings so was imagining this form of art made from embroidery um mm-hmm. playing with a stain a stain of liquid stain on on on, on fabric you know and um, and then after you play with this stain and follow with embroidery you know like you play with the nature like uh <laughs> You, it's 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 society which doesn't try to control nature anymore, but uh, try to to cope with it, and to to do with it, you know. And uh.
0: well, Christina, you you mentioned the fairy tale part of this. This feels like there are a couple of references uh, for me when when I heard you say that that it reminds me of I, you. I see in some of the notes on the film, Grim Fairy Tale, but also there was the Bowie film, Dark Crystal, Dark. Um, do you know what film I'm talking about? He was That's in cool. Dark. Was it called Dark Crystal?
2: Uh, labyrinth. What's that? Labyrinth. David Bowie, labyrinth.
0: Yeah, labyrinth. I feel, there's uh, there's a sort of mix. This, but it all fits. This is the thing that I'm so enthusiastic when I talk to you about your film. Is it? It all fits together so beautifully. In in and it and in furtherance of the story. But Christina, we see the world in which vesper lives and her father the citadel is the place they're trying to get to the place that they assume to be this wonderful place in your mind's eye when you were creating vespers part of the world did you have a vision of what C- citadel that looks like did that oh, the, very interesting question
1: we had to have a bit of a vision because we have uh, two characters from a citadel, so w- we had to set a bit of uh, the basics uh, of, of this uh, citadel world, where it is evolution, where people live um, in, uh, where people live with everything they have no lack, and it seems uh, it should be everything uh, good, you know, it should be prosperity, it should be. Uh, just a wonderful life. But we somehow, when we imagined this world, we were thinking that um, each uh, each character, it, we didn't want to make a movie about uh, rich or bad and poor or good. It wasn't about that. Because uh, in the world, we, it was... Uh, we created a world where somehow people are stuck inside and uh, they need to cope. It doesn't matter. Either you live in a citadel, either you live outside, you need to cope with it. And uh, there is always problems uh, for once. Uh, one problem for this, uh, there are another problems Uh, We talk about two values, uh, two important values, like Jonas, the character of Jonas, the antagonist. uh, He has the value that there is an order of things and uh, nothing uh, can change. And just you need to comply and uh, to go with it. And uh, that's it. It's your only way. Either you are born in a citadel, so you go with it despite you like or you don't like because there is nowhere to run. So you are a prisoner or either you live uh, in outskirts. So there is always nothing possible to change because uh, nobody will let you inside the citadel. So you just need uh, to keep and to suffer and just to try to survive. So it is the value of uh, survive the strongest and uh, you need to bend the reality. You need to be the one who is the winner, you know, like... and. Mm Vesper is different. She, it's, it's not enough for her just uh, to, to survive. It's not enough for her to accept uh, the values that it's not, um, it's not good to her, you know, that uh, she's against this. And uh, she's, uh, she's uh, searching for the way, for a new way, for a way to, to go out from, from, from this reality where people created for themselves. And uh, she's uh, open, that's why she's open for collaboration. That's why she's um, like, uh, you know, a a little seed that it is possible to go and to, to take other people inside. And we somehow think that it is very important nowadays, and uh, because now humans uh, are really going to the wall, and uh, because uh, everything is uh, going out of our hands, our climate changing, uh, uh, there are many wars, and uh, so many bad news and uh, so many problems and it's accumulating accumulating but uh, humanity says nothing is possible to do <laughs> it what? is like that and we cannot make any changes and um, vesper is like the voice uh, at least we hope we would like to give this message to the youth uh, that uh, they are our hope At least they could be our hope if they try to think differently, if they try to open up, if they try to think out of the box, if uh, they try to take care not only about themselves, like, oh, survives the strongest, you know, (laughs) Uh, but uh, if if they could open for collaboration and if all humanity could open for collaboration, it could be do so many beautiful things. It always does beautiful things because one person can achieve uh, something very limited. And uh, the group of people, they can create uh, things among their imagination, among their beliefs. And um, that's why Vesper is not about a hero. It's not about the one, but it is about... uh, what you can do in a collaboration, and how you can open yourself and other, open the potential of each other in the collaboration. Absolutely.
0: The only way we're going to get through this crisis is through cooperation. That is it. There is no other way forward.
2: Yeah. um, Basically, Vespa, it's about determinism. All we could escape from our determinism, in fact. Uh, You know, um, the, the, the citadel, people are stuck in some determinism. In the world of Vesper, Vesper, she's stuck in some determinism, and um, the question is: Could we escape from our determinism? Can we can we go out from that? And um, do believe that the solution it's about, as Christina I said, about the collaboration. In the movie, in fact, Vesper she can go out from her determinism meeting Camelia, and Camelia could go out from her determinism meeting Vesper. And this is very important because today we go to more. I mean. We try we have tendency to isolate ourselves and to go to more and more um isolation and, uh, and 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 going to more and more isolation and not uh, c- um, yes, uh, not um, collaborating. in fact, uh, uh, there is no way for us to change and
0: uh... absolutely. I want to let our listeners know that the film is called Vesper, a fantastic film. It'll be out on. September 30th, be looking for it. It's being released to IFC. It'll be here in Los Angeles. So be looking for it. And we're speaking with the co-directors of the film, Christina Boucheta, as well as Bruno Samper are the co-directors of the film, also co-writers of the film. And I believe you're also co-producer. Christina, you were one of the co-producers yep. of the film. So, the cast is amazing. I love Eddie Marsan. He's in almost anything I see him in. I'm always drawn to his character. Fantastic actor. And he does an amazing job in this film of being ruthless. And there's so many things about his performance that are worthy of, of, of talking about. But Rafaela Chapman, who embodies all of the essence of the innocence and the inquisitive nature of, of youth and a, a, a desire to to love her father to be a part of the world to be a better make the world a better place she is just fantastic in this film her look and the way that her performance brings forward all of these um, remarkable characteristics that you're so drawn to her Um, and I'm glad I'm so glad it's a young woman who is uh, who is the hero in our film she just does a great job where did you find her (laughs)
1: we found her in casting agency (laughs) of course when we started uh, you didn't didn't
0: uh, find her walking down the street no 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 because uh, in the the forest in the forest
1: We thought that it can be a really big challenge because uh, all film is on her shoulders, on, on, on Vesper's shoulders. And we were very nervous uh, uh, who will be our actress and uh, who will be this, uh, this girl. When we saw her face and her videos, we were totally fascinated because as you said, her look, it's extraordinary. And uh, there is something in her look of uh, modernity of uh, modern youth, of nowadays youth. But there is also what is interesting in her book that uh, there are different uh, qualities. There is a kind of strength and at the same time uh, sensibility and uh, fragility. It's very interesting uh, combination in Vesper because she lives in the world that is ruthless but uh, her uh, and traffic she manages to bring uh, sensibility and softness, which um, asks uh, for a person who manages to see the beauty, what Vesper does manage. We were really blessed and uh, we were super lucky to find her because she not only looks good, <laughs> she also acts great. And uh, she, she gave everything for the movie. She gave everything uh,
0: she absolutely did. And the interaction with her and Rosie uh, McEwan, that's an important part of the film. It really bridges the world of the citadel and and her and Vespers world I thought that was a wonderful relationship, and it really drew out all the things that you want to see in a cooperative environment. Bruno. Uh, Let's talk about the look of the film, Uh, your cinematographer and contributing to the look of the film.
2: We are really, really, really good cinematographers. One of the best of Lithuania, but um, overall, you have really a great sensibility. And um, from the beginning of the movie, we wanted really to have um, to refine the picture from um, Flemish painting, you know. Uh, Rembrandt, Vermeer, you know, Bruegel. You know, this This painter who wanted to find this quality of light, you know. Um, this quality of light, of course, there was a, what you call it was called the clear obscure, uh, you know, really, really strong, strong dark and, and, and strong light and a very subtle shade between between both. But to have also this uh, really organic light. When the light has an um, organic quality, you almost can touch it. You right. know, right. you can feel it. It's not... Um, it's not it's a real light. It's not uh, digital light. It's um, I, what I call digital light. And today, uh, we have tendencies, Some mini movies have tendency to be lighted very flat, to make it more easy for, um, for the grading, for example, or for, for the VFX after. It really to sculpt to sculpt the light and to have the light where we really a density. It appears that Felix S. is really a huge fan of Rembrandt. He has a book of Rembrandt, and he told us an anecdote on the, on the set, and every morning he, he opens the book and drinking his coffee. He's looking at the detail and he's really, um, how to say, observing and medita- meditating on, on Robert's painting. So he, he's totally impregnated from it. You, you, you feel, you feel on, on, on the yeah. screen, on the picture. And, and overall, we wanted also to have really an organic quality, and we pay really a lot of attention to the texture. This is very important. The, the texture of all the closes, the walls, each props, we was working really on the texture. We were speaking about Blood Runner, but we think it's really a common point we have with Blood Runner or, or Aliens, you know, the, the first movie of Ridley Scott. Then they are, they, it was a big attention to the texture and, and give this sense of um, tactile, tactility, you know, like you, you can feel, you can touch in fact this, uh, this world and it's uh, present, it's here.
0: Well, it's beautiful. Vesper, the film is Vesper. I really don't think you're going to see a better film this year. See this film when you get the chance. And we've been fortunate and honored to have with us today the co-directors of Vesper. And that would be Christina bushita as well as Bruno Samper. To both of you, congratulations. I hope you come back another time. And, and thank you for being here on Film School Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. To-